This is an after-school program podcast. Welcome to the Home Studio Hangout podcast, where we explore what it's like building, running, and working out of a home studio with your hosts, Joshua Matatek, Andrew Simmons, and many guests in different areas of the music industry. And welcome back to the Home Studio Hangout Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andrew, and this is my co-host. Josh. Sporting his Celsius peach vibes. That's right. Water. We're sponsored. We're sponsored, <laughs> baby. We would, t- we would take it for sure. Um, but yeah, I wish. Yeah, we are, uh, we are back from, well, I mean, I guess last week you guys heard from us talking about our Atlanta trip. Because that's what aired last week. And then we actually, that was immediately after the trip. So, you know, it's been a couple weeks since me and Josh have hung out and done an episode together. Um, So we are back at it and on the more regular-ish schedule of uh, he and I doing some episodes every week and hopefully having some more guests and things like that. So should be super fun. Uh, But today... Josh, what have you been up to lately? I've been vibing. Yeah? yeah. Aggressively vibing? I'm just aggressively <laughs> vibing. I am I, I am gearing up to quit my job. Heck yeah. We're out here. We're out here. We out here. I got to go back awesome. to Atlanta. I got to go to LA. My job is like, we can't do that. And I was like, that's fine. So, Bye. <laughs> adios. There we go, dude. There we go. What else are you gonna do? Not exactly. Yeah, right. You know, it's either uh, it's either stay at the job and let opportunities pass by, or grind it out and uh, take hop advantage, on them opportunities. Take advantage of bro. the opportunities that come come your way. Precisely. Uh, dope. Well, today, me and Josh, uh, we, it's actually a topic that came out of our uh facebook messenger group we were having the discussion of um luck and like general luck and i think we it also happened upon like a facebook post as well um in a yeah that was weird because like we were talking about it mm-hmm. and then like we saw i think it was wes was it maybe wes? maybe or clay or somebody talked about it or i can't remember exactly how it happened but somebody like posed a question about about luck and like your career and the music industry in general that's kind of what we're talking about today uh but it kind of stemmed out of this post that i think it was wes posted about like do you make your own luck or is luck a thing in the music industry and then separate from that another conversation in our facebook messenger group between me and you and a couple other people uh kind of stemmed from I want to, it wasn't Rob. Uh, somebody else mentioned something about somebody being lucky or getting lucky or being unlucky or something like that with like their music career. And uh, yeah, we had a good conversation about that too. And me and you kind of texted about it a little bit on the side yeah, as well. We're like, yeah, that's going to be an episode. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, we got to do this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, so I guess we'll pose the question to everybody as um, what does luck look like or do you do, 
I'll, I'll kind of let Josh take this first, but do you believe in luck as it pertains to your career? So is, is, is luck something that has an effect in your career? Yes, no, and how much can we actually control it? And we'll kind of yeah. go back and forth on this. So my perspective on all this is that like people, especially musicians, like we attribute like all of these things that we do and all these opportunities that we get as being lucky when really it's a direct result of something that we've done. Like, in my opinion, you're lucky if you're backing out of your parking spot at Whole Foods and you back into a Porsche and you get out, you apologize to the guy and your song's playing and he's like, oh, who's that on your radio? And you're like, oh, that's me. And he's like, oh, dude, well, guess what? I'm the head of the A&R, blah, 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 blah. Here's a record deal. Like, that's luck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like, you know, for instance, like, uh, you know, Justin was posting things on TikTok and he had this big record producer hit him up and was like, hey, I would love to hang out and write and work. Mm -hmm. And it's like, my first instinct was to say, wow, how lucky. But the reality is, is that that would have never happened if like he didn't work his butt off and he didn't put anything out into the world. Like, I mean, yeah, up until that point, he had been putting out a ton of content, not necessarily daily, but definitely multiple times a week. He was, he yeah. was dropping videos. Yeah. And so like, sorry, hydro flask. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I, I really don't necessarily believe in luck. I mean, I guess I guess it's not that I don't believe in luck because I think you can get very lucky in this industry. But um, I think that we tend to use luck as an excuse to not do more. Mm -hmm. that, I guess that that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, um, I, I could see that. I think, I think my view on it is I don't even necessarily see it as luck. I see it as in your life right? There are instances of things that happen to you or have the potential to happen to you, right? Uh, that you can either be there for or not be there for. And then if you are there for it, you can either take it, take the full like advantage of that opportunity or not take full advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, dude, that was something on that, on that post, whoever made it, mm -hmm. um, Eddie had commented and like Eddie's been doing this for a very long time. And so he said that like, you know, I've never been lucky. I've always been the one to create my own luck. That's why I develop artists. That's why I do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But he actually said that he knew this guy who was like the luckiest guy in the world. Like these opportunities would just pop up out of nowhere. Like he mm -hmm. had done the bare minimum and someone's like, yo, why don't you work on this big record? Like pays great, whatever. Be like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. And then he just completely like screws up the opportunity. Then he would get another opportunity and another one. And then finally his luck ran out and he had nothing going on because he couldn't deliver. So like you have to kind of look at it from the idea of like opportunities pop up because of things that you do and then more opportunities pop up after that because of your ability to capitalize on those efforts and that's what i was going to say is that it's not the thing is especially in that i think that's a good example of maybe maybe he was lucky for the first one we don't know the full extent of the story or the inner workings of that scenario obviously but let's say for instance he was lucky with that first scenario right the real luck is that he screwed up the first one and got more 
All right. Got more opportunities. And then after, so after that, you know, it was even more luck that he even got another opportunity after that. The, I personally think that I would rather be fully prepared and act like those things will never happen to me because to be honest, in my, in my general career, like it's not really, I've never been that lucky to have something just like handed to me like that. You know what I mean? I've had to work like super hard for myself. Bro, me and Mo were talking about this today, actually, because he made this post about how, like, um, here, I'll just pull it up and I'll read it off. Okay, to you well, while you're doing that, um, I've never really had the 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 stuff kind of handed to me, so I've always seen it from the point of view of, like, I'm going to work super hard and be super prepared so that when I I personally believe that opportunities will inevitably come to you. And how much you make of those opportunities is based on how much work you're putting in prior to those opportunities and how well yeah. prepared you are for those opportunities. Well, you also have to look at it from like the perspective of like whenever like you should be doing as much as you can without like, you know, deteriorating mm-hmm. and like um, the more things that you do, the more people are going to hear about you. Like, you know, Nick is on a great tour right now. We interviewed him a while back. He's on tour with girlfriends. And that's like the kind of shows and tours that he wants to do. You Mm -hmm. know, like this is like perfect. I heard him talk about wanting to do this sort of thing since he moved to L.A. Like what? five six seven years ago at this point he's been grinding the live sound gig like waiting for something to come up like this bro if he didn't intern at the age of 26 at a lockout facility he would have never gotten to live sound if he didn't work his butt off to be the best that he could at front of house and monitors like he has worked his way up for literally I, I, i think it's up to seven years now and he's just now getting the things that he wants because he just kept chipping away at it like Mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't do any of that at the beginning then you'll never get those bigger opportunities you know you're never gonna have somebody tell travis mills hey i got a guy for you you know yeah for Um, sure going back to that post this is more of like a like a satisfaction sort of thing. So it says mm-hmm. uh, negativity creeps in some nights. I've never once in my entire life had the feeling that I've ever done anything correctly or that I was good enough at any single thing. I've le- literally never experienced a feeling of success or satisfaction at anything I've ever tried to do. And somehow I still don't care. He is succeeding. He's finally doing what he wants, but he still doesn't feel that way. I was like, oh yeah, that's sick. And like, I didn't even think about it. Thought about it yesterday. And I was like, yeah, how lucky and then this morning i woke up and i was like i have never won anything in my life and it actually feels like i won something like it's a small win yeah but like i forgot to kind of like recognize the fact that like that's a huge win you know yeah like, that is for I where mean, i'm yeah. at like I'm, I'm sitting in pittsburgh writing songs you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like that that's a pretty big step and like while it doesn't mean anything while it wasn't like an official meeting while it wasn't this wasn't that it's just like my first instinct was to say, oh, how lucky. When really, it's like, no, the only reason why that happened is because I came home and I wrote songs every day for a year. Yep. You know? And you got in contact with the right person and you two hit it off and you were a cool hang and that worked no, out. I, 
I will tell you what is lucky. What is lucky is how I met that artist because my brother was in some like mastermind group for like people who have small businesses. And so he met that artist and then introed me to him. And then we, we just kind of like hit it off because he's yeah. so nice. <laughs> but even then, like it could have been a situation where like you weren't a cool hang and so you didn't vibe. And so then right. that immediately kills any forward trajectory from that moment on yeah like if if i wasn't good then Mm -hmm. yeah you know i i wouldn't my music would have never been played for them for sure or it would have and they would have been like man this guy stinks and then i screwed up two careers at once yeah exactly (laughs) but no that's i mean yeah that's that's something i think that people kind of overlook is the i want i want to double down on that take taking stock of like even the small wins, you know, like people's just brushing that off as luck, you know, instead of saying, Oh yeah, I've worked really hard for this. And this is a really cool instance of like me winning in a way of like, you know, I put in a lot of hard work and I've put in a lot of time. And so has this artist. And you know what it is? It's because this like career path is such a grind that you're just used to never seeing anything coming. Oh yeah, that's true. Like when we went to Atlanta, I went down there fully expecting that I was never going to work with them again, that the songs were never going to come out and I was going to hate every single song. Yep. Like that's just the reality. And guess what? I'm probably going to go down there again, even though they're my friends now and think the exact same thing. And then it's going to happen when I hop on a plane and go out to LA Mm -hmm. a couple weeks after that. Like, like, I don't know. I feel like we're all just really con- conditioned to kind of like, you know, be optimistic and like hop on these things. But then also at the same time, understand that like there's a 99% chance that none of these songs will see the light of day. I might hate every waking moment that I'm in the studio. I might hate the people that I'm with. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, what yeah, I, mean? yeah, yeah. I, I think it's We've- like our way of like protecting ourselves because like when you're young you're like really like happy go lucky and you're like mm-hmm. oh yeah like this person's gonna work with me and then like nothing happens you're like oh i'm so bummed now it's like oh well like this person's gonna work with me but nothing will probably happen and then whenever it actually works out we get excited yeah <laughs> it takes it takes like it's really funny because it takes like a song being released and like being received well and actually doing well for us to go ah. Huh. Well, I guess that worked out instead of like seeing, you know, the small wins kind of along the way of like, oh, that was a really cool hang. Oh, these songs turned out really, really good. Oh, they want me back for another writing session. That's awesome. Yeah, that's like something that Benny Blanco talked about on And the Writer is where he's like, man, just focus on like, well, not focus on it, but like make sure you're celebrating your little wins because Mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than whenever you're, you know, in a position like his, whenever you're one of the most well-known songwriters in the world and you have all the money, all the hits, all the success, and then you realize that you never celebrated any of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, he just kind of existed through it. And he yeah. he did the uh, he did the thing that I'm actually worried that I or you would probably do, which is like we get the number one and we just don't even recognize that we got it. And we just keep working on the next thing and keep pushing to the next yeah. song and keep writing with more people in the next thing and never taking time to be like, Oh yeah, that song did really well. And I'm really proud of that song. Bro, and I, I really I can, like that. I could guarantee you, like I could sign <laughs> a massive publishing deal and have all these big songs come out and I would still just be like, okay, where's the next one? Yeah. 
you know i think but i like, think that once hunger, again though that's is how we like drive conditioned. yeah yeah like i don't think it's necessarily bad it's just like I feel like there's like certain qualities that like you need to have in order to make it. Mm-hmm. And so therefore there's some side effects that come along with those qualities. For sure. You know? And yeah, one of those things definitely being the uh the never wanting to stop, never wanting to take a break and never to our detriment never taking stock of the uh of the small wins or the big wins, you know yeah i um well like today i was like well i really don't have any like for hire projects that i gotta work on and so i um i was like what can i do just to do more you know and so i i made a beat stars account so you can find me at beatstars.com slash josh right songs <laughs> and uh you know i figured that's a cool way to get like my unused songs out into the world and hopefully mm-hmm. somebody appreciates them yeah and, and potentially uh, make at least a little bit off of them yeah like whatever yeah 20 bucks um, is more than them sitting on your computer collecting dust yeah well also i i noticed a lot of guys like a lot of like track guys especially like they don't even have a website they just have a beat stars account hmm. because then it kind of just like works as both a portfolio and a catalog at the same time which is mm-hmm. really cool so i'm thinking about doing that they have an option to like upload like hooks and stuff with it too or like entire songs so I might start putting up like the hooks that I have as well. And then just like, I I feel like, I feel like nobody's actually going to do that because like, I like my fee would be like so high and I feel like that's not a very, well, and that's the other thing. Your fee would be so high and they would take a percentage off of it. So your fee would be higher. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, for me to like sell, like, like, I don't know if somebody wants to like buy a beat from me with a hook. I mean, I still get like 50% of publishing, but I don't know if their contract like allows points on the master. So yeah, I would need like 2000 plus like mm-hmm. for me to justify that. For sure. Um, I'm clipping my toenails well, on so the podcast. Yeah, back to the, back to the luck thing. I feel like, I feel like using that as like a deflection is probably unhealthy though like you said it is probably the only way that we keep ourselves sane oh 100 um sorry i my toenail broke and i got caught on the carpet and i was really scared i was so scared so i had to fix it um yeah no definitely i i think it's like a just like a conditioning thing you know because like you just get used to it naturally like i'm used dude i'm used to getting paid for projects and then just expecting that they won't be released by the artist i'm used to getting paid for half a project and assuming that i'm just not gonna finish the project and people aren't gonna pay the other half of the invoice bro i just don't even hit people (laughs) up for it anymore i'm like i like i'm not gonna force somebody to finish their song that they paid me for Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean like that's the thing like you do that a few dozen times and then all of a sudden it's like yeah you just expect like you know these bigger things to come through and then like just like nothing happens so when something does happen you just write it off as like huh how lucky yeah exactly yeah i think how i I said it to mo earlier though i I do think it happens oh 100 I, um, I told him I felt like uh, like this is super super over dramatic, but I was like I literally like felt like a curse lifted off of me, like 
<laughs> what do you mean? You know, just like having like that little small win for once. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Like this shouldn't happen. Like these things should only exist in my head because they've only ever existed in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's just like a conditioning thing. But yeah, like I, I think like a lot of times, though, for us, it's a conditioning thing. Like, you know, we win and we're like, oh, how lucky. But like for people who aren't actively working at stuff, they look at it as, oh, well, there's no sense in trying because you have to be really lucky or like it's all about luck. It, or, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it has nothing to do with any of that. Just do more and do better with good people. And like, yeah, dude, that was. Yeah, that's that's very true i think people get into this like the music industry in general and like be this is kind of true for both the artist side and the producer and songwriter side you know it's like you kind of hear um you kind of hear oh yeah you got to be super lucky to actually like make a full-time i mean and to be fair you, you kind of, I mean, you have to work super hard and get a couple breaks, in my opinion. I feel like you kind of have, you have to work m- more than anybody else in this industry specifically. You have to work harder than anybody else and hope for like one or two breaks. Yeah, basically. And, and like, also like social proof is huge. Like, I feel like for a while I was like so close to like being steady if that makes sense like i just didn't have enough good bands like working with me for me to like really get a solid rate down like i've closed like a few projects that were like pretty well paying but at the end of the day like the artist didn't really do anything with it Mm. and so yeah another another example of like on the luck side versus like we're talking mainly like you know for me and you it's been not lucky but you mentioned benny blanco like how Benny Blanco got started in the industry was pretty lucky. Actually, like low key, it kind of was because like <laughs> he, he'll flat out say he was like he was like I, I didn't even know how to make beats and the beats weren't even that good. But a lot of people just saw this young kid because he was like fourteen or fifteen. He was like, yeah, he was he, like, like started 15, doing whatever. stuff because I re I went back and re listened to that episode of And the Writer Is after you mentioned it, and I was like, golly, that 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 story is just yeah. wild. Yeah, man, I gotta listen to that again. Um, yeah, he was like yeah, fifteen I mean, like, or something. But like at the same time, like that dude worked though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sure he wasn't good whenever he first started getting his like bigger opportunities, but like he grew into the shoes that he was handed, and then he like doubled down on it and ended up being this massive songwriter, you know? Mm. So like in a way, like, was he lucky? Sure. But like, he was also like driving up to New York and like, you know, he slept on a bench outside of a McDonald's to get it, like make it to a label meeting. And like, yeah, you know, like, like you can't argue, like you can't say, Oh, that's luck. Like he still worked for sure. Yeah. I mean the opportunities he got sure were lucky, but what he had to do to make those opportunities happen were absolutely not luck. You know what I mean? Like they were, he was 15 or 16 and it was mid school day and he was like hacking money from friends to like get a train ride up there, a bus ride up to New York and stay there all day because they're meeting, you know, got pushed back by four hours or something and 
he was like, well, I got to figure out what I'm going to do and how am I going to get back? And my bus left already. So guess I'm going to sleep here tonight and be homeless for a minute, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think that things are like that are really, really cool. You know, cause it just kind of goes to show like not what you have to do. Like, I hate the idea that like you have to struggle or like you have to be like, like that happens a lot with songwriters. They act Mm -hmm. like you have to have like some form of mental illness in order to be a good songwriter, which like isn't true. Yeah. Um, You know, like it's not that you have to do those things, but like it's cool to like recognize that like if you want something bad enough, like you'll get it, you know. You just got to work, put the, as much as you want it, you have to put an equal amount of effort in to make it happen. Oh, absolutely. The, if there's anything that I've learned from listening to a bunch of and the writer is episodes from different producers and songwriters is that a, your, your quote unquote, making it timeline can be vastly different and come about in a bunch of different ways that have nothing to do with luck really. And people squander opportunities all the time and people take advantage of opportunities really early. And then some people don't get opportunities until they're like in their forties. Yeah. And then on top of that, like you also have like the whole like skill set thing, mm-hmm. you know, where like a lot of people feel like, Oh, like, you know, I have to be better than X, Y, and Z. It's like, it's a, it's like appalling hearing how many people get the gig simply because they're free dude like, yeah that's very true i mean uh mick lucas was an example of that where he was like i was just free so i went and i got to be in the room with a bunch of these like producers in la because they needed a guy that knew pro knew pro tools and i was the guy that they knew that and i was the guy that was available you know sure. yeah like, i mean like yeah it's it's just like really really interesting or like looking at some of these engineers like they don't do anything different than us but like they're just faster (laughs) yeah or they're available and they're not even faster they're they're just there yeah and like it's just like i don't know i think people like put all these extra things into the pot just to like give themselves a reason why they can't do it Mm -hmm. you know but at the end of the day like if benny blanco can do it like anybody can like (laughs) I mean, that's not to, like, diss him, but, like, he's very much just a normal dude. Yeah. You know? And, like, watching him work with Ed, like, on the songwriter documentary is, like, really, really cool. Because he's, Mm -hmm. like, he just, like, spits out, like, little ideas. Like, oh, yeah, I kind of want, like, a line about, like, a cigarette or a drink. Like, you know, just, like, kind of, like, put somebody in that place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Then, like, Ed writes the line and, like. I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting seeing like it's not always about what you do. It's like how you do it, you mm-hmm. know, and, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't really come down to it doesn't really come down to luck or anything like that. It's just For whether sure. or not you can do it the right way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comes. No, for sure. And I think actually, I think that's probably a really good place to start landing the plane. I feel like. A good takeaway from this is that, yeah, sure, we'll say luck exists in the industry, but it's not about you getting the breaks or not. It's about you being prepared for when something does come available and you putting in the time prior and consistently doing the work so that the 
we'll say lucky breaks, quote unquote, happen to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that's a good that's a really good takeaway, and I feel like people can take that and apply it. They will not only be less depressed about everything because that is another part of it is like you feel like you never get get the breaks. It kind of puts you in a weird like depressive state um, because you feel like the world and the industry is kind of against you always. So it kind of removes some of that off of your shoulders so that you say like, oh, well, if I just work and I take advantage of every opportunity that's being given to me to go not only meet it, but go beyond it the, to the best of my ability. Yeah. One other thing that we did not mention is like, you need to, and my phone's freaking out <laughs> my mic right now. You need to like actually meet people. <laughs> yeah. You know what we, I mean? Cause yeah. it, it's like the opportunities don't happen about if nobody bit. knows, like if nobody knows what you're doing, then mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That's something that, like, I always struggle with. It's just, like, finding my people, and I feel like I'm finally doing that. Yeah, as I was saying, that's what we kind of talked about a little bit last week, the previous episode, talking about the Atlanta stuff is, like, you know, we finally feel like we're finding people that we really vibe with and that finding artists, just even outside of the Atlanta trip, but, like, just finding other new artists that we're, like, really connecting with and really on the same page with and that, their level of quality and mindset is matching our level of quality and mindset. And everybody's got the same end goal in mind. And it's all working in a very like unified, cohesive manner of upward trajectory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go make your own look. <laughs> Freaking screw, screw waiting around for it. Work as hard as you can. And, and you know, meet new people, get out there, put out stuff. If you, I think that's the other thing. It's like people like make their own stuff, you know, kind of, uh, in their bubble. And it's like, well, well I'm like making all of this really good stuff. Well, no one knows about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta like, I think that's part of what you're saying about like meeting new people and like showing them their, your work or like putting yourself out there in some way like that whether it's like releasing it like you released a couple songs um that kind of showcase your ability you know i do that sometimes too um bro i might drop the hyper grunge song dude that'd be so cool we that that way it's just gonna be like wannabe charlie pooth hyper grunge (laughs) it's gonna be the best two song playlist in the world yeah exactly (laughs) the you have like three songs as an artist and it's like bedroom the pop. one we don't even acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Ugh. but no i think um that's a good place to land the plane uh get out there put yourself out there don't be afraid to make new friends or release some stuff and try to be as prepared as possible for whenever an opportunity does come up so that you can take the most advantage of set opportunity uh dope josh thanks for coming and hanging out and having this cool conversation this was a really good conversation today always my guy yeah thank you viewer slash listener depending on what you're doing um make sure to subscribe or if you're on youtube subscribe and drop a like uh and 
thank you again for being here. We'll see you next week. 